Welcome to the BAPS Better Living Podcast. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with us today. Each episode in this podcast aims to inspire us to take a step back from our busy lives and to actively listen to content that can enlighten us towards expanding our consciousness and deepening our spirituality. Listen in and let this episode inspire you. Let it encourage you to have fruitful introspections and most importantly, let it help you be better and do better. How a lotus led me onto a path of fulfillment. Sometimes I feel like a type A robot. I wake up, pray, exercise, work, eat lunch, work, eat dinner, join calls, sleep. I thrive off of routines and plans. I would be so embarrassed if someone saw how meticulously I have planned my lunches for the remainder of the year on my Apple Notes app. Equally embarrassing is how intensely I maintain my email inbox to less than 10 emails across all of my accounts. Because many things are fixed, it makes my routines and habits robotic. My latest obsession is a habit tracker to help me become better at my personal goals for 2022. This robotic lifestyle has equipped me with discipline, allowing me to increase my productivity and improve my time management skills. In doing so, however, I quickly realized that while there was value in creating these habits and routines, they alone weren't enough for me. In such a state of efficiency, I wasn't always experiencing lasting joy and was often left feeling empty. So I explored ways to add more meaning to my daily routine. So I looked to see how others approach this problem. People have been long searching for ways to add to their physical, emotional, social, or spiritual self-growth. On social media, their efforts are contagious. However, it is often difficult to gauge if they're genuinely happy from all of these efforts they take on. One way I've personally seen people add to their growth is through volunteering. Many dedicate their time and effort to communal purpose to break away from their mundane and self-focused routines. In fact, research shows that volunteering reduces stress and increases positive, relaxed feelings by releasing dopamine. In addition, by providing time and service to others, volunteers report feeling a sense of meaning and appreciation, both given and received, which can have a stress-reducing effect. In addition to sparking joy and progress in their own lives, volunteering also invigorates hope and change in communities. Thus, the benefits of volunteering can be tremendous for everyone. Volunteering is a great way to add meaning to one's life. Upon further exploration, however, what has grounded and provided meaning to my thoughts, routines, and habits is the joyful and fulfilling experience of seva. When I think back to when my self-exploration journey began and how far I've come, I recognize that it is indeed seva that has been a powerful and impactful factor in my personal development and growth. When I think about all of the opportunities I have had to perform seva, my brain floods with bright, warm memories. I am reminded that seva is energizing. It is limitless, and the fruits of seva are bountiful, sowing the seeds for growth and fulfillment. So, what is seva? Seva is a Sanskrit word that means selfless service. 
Actually, it is far beyond selfish service. In Hinduism, seva is a critical component of one's spiritual path. Hinduism preaches serving both God and humanity as one begets the other. It means to serve without the existence of one's identity. Seva also provides a medium for forming a deep, pure, and genuine connection between God, Guru, and the individual. In doing so, it then becomes a means by which one nourishes the soul with good karma, which facilitates the attainment of moksha, which is ultimate liberation. Bhagavan Swaminarayan, the founder of the Swaminarayan Sampradai, reignited the true spirit of seva through countless humanitarian projects. He exemplified the mode and the intent of performing seva by thought, word, and deed. With God and Guru as a focal point, this seva becomes useful and instrumental on the path of spiritual fulfillment. This sentiment and practice of seva are upheld by his successors today. Today, my gurus, Brahmuk Maharaj and Man Maharaj, are the prime sources of inspiration for me. From washing large utensils, which were to prepare food for hundreds and thousands of devotees on the festive day of his appointment as the president of BAPS, to serving society through countless worldwide spiritual, moral, and social services, Pramukh Swami Maharaj has shown me how to naturally perform perfect seva, small or big, without ego or expectation. Once our marriage expounds that one should behave as das na das while performing seva, meaning stripping all sense of praise, reward, and self. Through them, I became a witness to the joys of such service and I'm, I'm able to rely on it as an integral part of my journey. To substantiate this, I present a case study of one wholesome seva experience from my life that will forever be etched in my memory. In July 2018, BAPS held a North American Youth Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. 10,000 youths and supporting sevaks, or selfless volunteers, attended the three conventions. These conventions focused on the theme of moksha, or ultimate liberation, depicted through characters in a play who were conflicted in choosing their values against their worldly desires obtaining spiritual guidance through lectures by learned swamis, and engaging in small group discussions that served as a safe space to discuss personal challenges and to build off of each other's positivity. One focal point was the story of Gajendra Moksha. The story of Gajendra Moksha is that from the Bhagavad Puran scripture. Once Gajendra, an elephant, dallies into a lake. Midway, his foot gets caught by a crocodile and a battle ensues. The mighty Gajendra uses all of his strength to go ashore, but the water is the home ground of the crocodile. Its power is beyond match. The scriptures say that the battle lasts for thousands of years, both warriors not budging in any inch either way. But Gajendra finally feels his strength fading. His eyes land on a lotus flower floating astray in the water. He picks it up with his trunk. He turns it towards the sky and offers it to God in a prayer and service. Touched by his offering, God then rushes to save Gajendra. In spring 2017, I was requested to offer Seva as one of the event leads for the three conventions. I had no idea 
what I had to do or why I was selected. With a master's degree in allied health, I had zero project management experience and I didn't think I had much to contribute. But when I reflected on how my past conventions impacted my upbringing, I felt compelled to provide a memorable experience for others. At these youth conventions, I was able to build confidence in my identity as a Hindu and as a follower of the Swaminarayan faith. Those one and a half years of NC18 Seva, when I also worked a full-time job, fueled my drive to become a better version of myself. Most of the Seva was virtual in preparation, consisting of project planning with each department, leading conference calls, and activating other volunteers. However, when I physically met everyone and stood in a room full of thousands holding an illuminated pink lotus, I was in utter awe. I felt deeply emotional to be part of something indescribable. I had many insecurities when I first started planning. Poor speaking and listening skills, understanding each other's viewpoints and resolving differences and opinions. I was often inflexible as evident by my strict and fixed routines, and I overall had limited knowledge of event execution due to inexperience. In those moments, I looked to my gurus who often in their life demonstrated unwavering faith in God and their own gurus during trying times. When I was unsure of my abilities to complete a task, I studied their lives for lessons on resilience, the practice of ownership of seva, and offering pure devotion and prayer. Emotionally, I slowly came to love others and trust my team members, who I've kept in touch with long after the event's conclusion. Socially, the memories made are unforgettable. Spiritually, I feel saved, like Gajendra. In relying on the strength of my gurus and offering my efforts to please them, I felt a sense of inner peace and joy. The one and a half years of what initially felt like a period of constant adjustments and discomfort ultimately became a time in my life that allowed me to work through my desires, my insecurities, rigidity, and self-focused outlook. This period was a mark of my growth and through it, I've built more profound connections with myself, others, my faith, and found purpose and fulfillment in my daily life. The key lessons I reflect on from this whole experience are that one, seva has innumerable physical, emotional, social, and spiritual benefits. And two, that seva is an authentic means to mold spiritual growth and sow the seeds for moksha. In my robotic life, such experiences of seva make it wholesome. Seva is unique because it comes in all shapes and sizes. Whether I am cleaning bathrooms with youth at the mandir or cutting vegetables with the elderly in the mandir kitchen, I feel fulfilled. Whether I am leading a large youth convention or listening to a youth's life challenges, I feel fulfilled. Know that there is a next time a seva opportunity comes your way, countless benefits await you. For me, the joys of personal growth and peace began with seva. For me, steps towards fulfillment began with a lotus. We hope you enjoyed this Better Living episode and that it added value to your life. All the content on this channel, including this episode, is created and managed entirely by swamis and volunteers of BAPS from around the world. 
Our volunteers are continuously inspired by the sincere, transparent, and selfless lives of Pramukh Swami Maharaj, the late Guru of BAPS, and Mahan Swami Maharaj, the current Guru of BAPS. Their character, their teachings, and their service to humanity have inspired millions of people of all backgrounds, faiths, and cultures throughout the world. They have encouraged all, regardless of one's beliefs, to live a mindful, balanced, and harmonious life. The episodes in this Better Living podcast are directly inspired by their teachings. If you enjoyed this episode and would like more content that inspires you to be better and to do better, follow us on Instagram and YouTube by searching for BAPS Better Living. Thanks again for choosing to spend your time with us today.